Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Circle of Hearts Radio. Journey with Grandmother Aliyah as she enters her magical world of relics, sacred sites, and ancient crystal skulls. Meet with exciting trailblazer authors and individuals shifting the consciousness of humanity. Send her your questions to be answered on air on her monthly segment, Ask the Oracle. And now your host, Grandmother Aliyah, in the sanctuary on the airwaves on Own Times Radio. Welcome to Circle of Hearts Radio. I am Alaya. And today and actually next week, we're going to take you on a wonderful soul journey with, two, uh, with Robbie Holtz. There's, we have two books, the, uh, the Secrets of Aboriginal Healing, A Physicist's Journey with a Remote Australian Tribe. That, that's really the memoirs of a soul journey of healing of her husband Gary, and her other book will be just, which is a follow-up, which is the continuation of this journey of their journey together, and how they work on two different realms, and you know, continue to heal. And the process of healing is really important nowadays because people are starting to realize that there's more to healing. You have more control. You have. It's a soul choice. And uh, a lot of the ways of healing is going back to our ancestors. So this one, uh, his book, is first described in the back jacket. It goes, in 1983, award-winning physicist Gary Holtz was diagnosed with chronic progressive multiple sclerosis. By 1988, he was wheelchair-bound. Then in 1994, his doctors told him he had two years to live. Desperate and depressed, he followed a synchronistic suggestion and went to Australia to live with a remote Aboriginal tribe. Arriving in a wheelchair alone with almost no feeling left from the neck down, Holtz embarked on a remarkable healing transformation of body, mind, and spirit and discovers his own gift of healing others. I'd like to bring on his wife, Robbie. How are you doing, Robbie? Great. Thanks for having me today. This, I had, you know, when I was talking to you personally, I said this book struck me uh, very personally because having been sick, I was watching Gary's um whole journey of reaction, of being, you know, a very active man, you know, a physicist, a man of science who now got sick. And his reactions, and I told you pre-show, is something I remember too. He, He noticed change in his body, but he kept on going. And one part which struck me personally was, you know, he's dragging his leg. But no, he just kept on going. You know, he refused to give in <laughs> until yeah. somebody says, hey, I think you're sick. 
then it's like, okay. Um, was he, I think this actually, his mindset of not ever giving in kept him going. What do you feel on that one? Well, you know, and I think a lot of us do the same thing. It's like, how bad does it have to get before you're paying attention to what your body's trying to tell you or that, you know, emotions are creating problems. So, you know, I almost died twice because I really refused to pay attention to what my body was telling me and the soul, um, you know, the body, mind, soul, they're all involved in that process. So I don't think it's uncommon. Uh, I think that a lot of us tend to do that. But what I think is inspirational about this book is even though he finally really hit bottom, he did a remarkable thing. You know, he goes, they was a deuce iniquity. He got this chance. Someone mentioned, go to this, you know, Aboriginal healer in Australia, which is really, some people probably would think is off the wall. Why is this man in a wheelchair deciding, okay, I'm just going to get myself on a plane, go to some place. I have no idea what I'm in for. And let's see what can be done. And that takes guts. And I think um, knowing I was in a wheelchair after my operation and him saying how he had to struggle himself to get on the plane, struggle. That's why I said this book book really hit me very personally because I've seen my own struggles. People do not realize what people go through in a wheelchair unless you've been there. So um, seeing his story is, I think, very eye-opening to people. Um, How, let's go to where he, (laughs) I told you I zone out. Tell us about his experience. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, tell us about his experience, what he has shared with you. Well, you know, I think that the reason that this black and white scientist, you know, very, very scientific thinking, the reason he went into the outback was because, you know, Western medicine didn't have anything to offer him, and he was told that he would be uh, likely passing in a short time because his body was starting to... um, it, it just it was the MS was affecting it dramatically, and so it was just a desperate act to go and find an, a, a way to survive. He had two children that he really wanted to live for, and I think also, and you probably have had the same experience. There's just that soul calling. There's just that sort of instinct, that intuition, that gut sense that says go. It doesn't mm. make sense. It doesn't have any logic to it, but just go. So that's really what got him on that plane and sent him into this, really this very um, isolated desert village in the outback of Australia. Uh, he he really didn't think he was going to come back. He really thought that he would um, die in the desert. And so he brought a voice-activated tape recorder with him because he wanted to have some recording of what happened for his children. And oddly enough, we ended up using the exact dialogue from that voice-activated recorder in in the book. So people have commented that they love the dialogue. Well done, well written, and I I had to let them know this is directly from those conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a matter of fabulous writing. Would you you say your husband... Even though he he was very down to earth and very practical, 
inwardly the his it was like his soul was taking over you know and saying you know there, there was more to this you know don't give up and that's why he brought the recorder like he knew that this may be part of his soul path his mission in life to share this I think that's a good point. I think that, you know, we, we all experience that where there's this, this inner voice that just is encouraging you to do something that your logical mind is going to fight. And, and I think that's what Gary had a number of synchronistic events that led to his even having awareness about the Aborigines. And they knew he was coming before he even knew of them. They'd been preparing for four months because they're so tuned in, so tapped into this, the grid or the one consciousness. And, so it was really a leap of a huge leap of faith for him to go into the outback and to be and and surrender to this tribe this remote tribe mm-hmm. and whatever it was they wanted to do with him to help him heal so it was a huge huge leap but he was also triple scorpio so <laughs> he has yeah and you know that that there's a tremendous drive within and so he um, but but I think the most important thing was that he was listening to that inner voice. It just was that calling that, that got him to make steps that he would never normally take. So it, it really seems, uh, I mean, we hear about soul contracts, you know, prior yeah. to incarnation. It seems like this was something he chose. He chose at some point to address his emotions, his whatever, you know, was um, manifesting physically with him. Yeah. And deal with it and come to some kind of resolution. So that's what I was thinking when I was reading is that this is a personal story of a person's soul journey, their their contract. And um, I think it's, it's worth for people to read because... People are opening their eyes, you know, to really what causes disease, what causes um, a lot of things, you know, they're, they're, what they manifest and idea about soul contracts. And to read it firsthand really, really touches you because right. his words are so beautiful. You know, you really, you're almost there with him. Right. I think that's an excellent point. There is definitely a soul contract involved in his life and mine as well, and in even the combination together, what we ended up doing together. But that was definitely part of his soul contract. And I think that it played out absolutely beautifully. Um, it always does. It's just that the human mind doesn't always like the way things happen, and we don't like pain emotionally or physically, but it's a necessary part for our soul's contract and our soul's growth. It's um there's so much going on behind the scenes that we're aware of, and especially with with illness. I think that what people don't tend to understand is that a lot of uh, – I, I work a lot with consultations with people helping them understand how they've created illness and how to turn it around and heal it. And what I'm discovering, Eli, is that a lot of people are creating disease that is really unnecessary. It's not part of their soul's contract. Um, we're, our bodies are just crumbling under the emotional weight of a lot of things that it's having to deal with. But so many of us do not need to go through a lot of these um, illnesses. It's not. It's that's why the Aborigines will tell you that if the body, mind, and spirit are aligned with healing, anything can be healed. And quite often, the soul is very aligned with healing. 
Um, but you will find people like Gary and others where the soul is not aligned totally with healing. You may find, and that's why I love that we talk about that in, in Awaken, the Awakening book, children come in very deliberately, babies come in very deliberately with certain illnesses because that's part of their soul contract to experience that. Mm. Or, um, and so it's, it's, it's about learning to accept that, that they're very deliberately coming in with autism or being deaf or whatever, because that's part of what their soul's contract is about. Yeah, so. to experience. So we'll continue this after this break, Robbie. the best of the conscious minds in the world. Om Times Radio, your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Om Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Home Times, co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. The truth is, you can't change the world if you're broke. I know, I tried. Isn't it time you turned your life's calling into a profitable, freedom-based business? I'm Michelle Barr. Join me every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern for Sacred Success. Hi, this is Sylvia Henderson, Intuitive Life Coach and Energy Healer. Are you ready to elevate and rise way above your normal? Be sure to listen to my show, Intuitive Transformations, on Own Times Radio, Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern. Get the inspiration you need to transform your life. Host your show on IOMFM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Free your mind. Expand your soul. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Back with Robbie Holtz. And just before we go into something else, just continuing with the soul contract, when I was reading the book, I also, and you had mentioned that they knew of his company. Four months and preparing four months ahead of time. I wonder if this could be sort of um, a past life 
or um, he had an experience in that particular area. He's, he was reconnecting with his soul tribe, as they, people like to use the term for a purpose. You know, I think that he was very connected to the Aboriginal people, um, whether it was past lives or uh, especially the, the healer Ray. It, it, he felt like that was his brother. Uh, it was It was just that there was a very beautiful connection there. I think that, you know, the Aboriginal people, they're so, I see them as very awakened, very enlightened, really living in a, a much more advanced dimensional living, if you will, of awakening. And they spend more than half of their time in dream time. You mm-hmm. might consider that kind of like meditation, which means that they've really unplugged from the mind and they have really plugged into this higher consciousness. And there's no time and space. So I think it's very easy for them to know that, He's coming months before he shows up, and and that's why they had spent four months preparing for him and brought in a woman who was part English and part Aboriginal so that they could come up with metaphors and things to help him understand their their healing techniques because they knew that he was supposed to, that Gary was supposed to bring this information out into the world. They This is 60,000-year-old information on healing that they have not disclosed, as far as I know, but they wanted to, they were told by the big guy, which is a genderless term for this divine source or whatever that means to you, but they were told that it was best to give this man, Gary, their healing techniques because the world desperately needed this information. We really don't understand how healing works. So it was very generous, uh, very beautiful that the Aboriginal people were willing to disclose and give their information to us and because they were told that gary would be able to take it worldwide he was already a globe-trotting physicist he was highly respected um so and and that's exactly what happened he spent the rest of his life teaching what they had taught him and bringing this information out so that people could learn how to heal themselves they don't Mm. have to go to the outback the information's right there so um it was very very generous gift of them too and and desperately needed in this world desperately needed oh definitely because i think people are ready to accept this now you know it's people questioning um allopathic medicine and you know the there's of course a lot of detriments you know people you know the the medicine the world of um the new world of medicine is they people say you know don't don't go back to natural don't go back to the holistic forms of you know understanding you know mind body spirit that doesn't work. You know, take something, you know, here, take this or do this, and this is going to magically happen. But um, when Gary went there, he took his ideas of the modern world with him, and it had just had to be an emotional, uh, quite a culture shock. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> to I mean, go this there. is a physicist. Yeah, this is a scientist who is pretty much immersed in the world of it doesn't exist if you can't prove it uh, repeatedly yeah. in experiments. And I think one of the best things that uh, he told me that the Aborigines had taught him was that there's a lot of gray that exists that you can't explain or even prove scientifically, but it exists nonetheless. He learned um, that he had a spirit guide that was really mind-blowing to him. And he started, like the Aborigines, spending tremendous amount of time 
in dream time, tapping into these other dimensions, tapping into this higher consciousness, communicating hours on end with this a spirit guide, this guardian angel, whatever you choose to call it. So that was a real shift for a scientist. Um, and I think that's why the the book Aboriginal Secrets of Healing has done so well is because it's this very skeptical scientist going on this journey. And a lot of people have that skepticism. And he had to overcome that. And it, it, being with the Aborigines for a very short period of time dramatically shifted him in so many ways. And that's so the book takes people on that journey. And I think that's why a lot of people, especially mainstream, have enjoyed that book because they kind of feel the same way he does. And then they end up coming, I think, probably to the same conclusions he did, that this is this is um, information that's real, it's empowering, and it's important. And it's not just used for healing. The Aborigines use, you know, they gave us their five steps to healing and we put that in the book, but they use those five steps for everything. It's not just healing. It's for manifesting anything. Um, that's how they live, and, and so it's very simple. That's what I love about the Aboriginal culture. They will tell you that it's always simple. Our minds just complicate it. We civilized tribes are very chaotic in their mind because mm. we just really, um, it, you know, there's just a lot of, we, we need to come back to our own empowerment and recognize that your body is trying to heal. It wants to heal. It knows how to heal. But somehow you're blocking that healing. And that's what I love about the Aborigines help you understand where you're blocking and that there's an emotional core involved. And if you don't get that emotional core, that root, it's like picking the top of a dandelion. It's going to come back again. And that yeah. was very important part. Uh, Western medicine tends to just address the physical uh, aspects, which is great if you need drugs or surgery to, because you're at that acute stage, but you have to go back and find out what was the emotional root that started it. Otherwise, those tumors will come right back again, even if they've been removed in surgery. So that's very important. No, I mean, that's, I totally agree. Like I said, this book, uh, in reading all his words, and that's why I enjoyed He's so authentic. I mean, when he got there, I mean, he had the expression of, like, what did I do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like he got there, okay, I'm here, I'm ready, you know, help me. I mean, he, he was not always a happy camper, but then he, he integrated <laughs> himself. And no, no. And that was a pretty arduous journey to travel, I think it was 19 hours. He's in a wheelchair with you know, I mean, I think he was strapped down in the back of the plane and kind of unloaded like cargo when they finally got to the last stop. And it was really tough on him. Mm. And I, I, he was, I'm just, I can just, I can just imagine this scientific mind saying, what the heck were you thinking? And nobody <laughs> went with him because they thought it was crazy. And they all thought, well, if nobody will go with him, he won't go. This is just ridiculous to go into an outback village with these remote aboriginals and they're going to be able to heal what Western medicine, the most modern science, can't heal. So it just didn't make sense to anybody. And yet that's what happened. So, Yeah, no, that's what is really uh, enjoyable reading this because it's, it really is very inspiring because it's very authentic. The times yeah. he was frustrated, you saw his frustration. The times yeah. that he caught on to something, it was like, oh, wow, is this what they're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Or the yeah, tool. you can see the resistance, can't you? You can see oh, yeah, the resistance. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh even the um toward the end when it goes he became he 
became so attuned. I mean, you really have to read the book to get the journey. We're giving a little bit highlights because, like I said, this hour goes too quickly. But to give you a sense of if Gary could do this, then anybody that's facing some kind of challenge in the life health wise, look at this. Look, you know, look at what he did. And even if you know you're down, you have to be a, a little bit inspired. Well, you know, gee, if he can get on a plane by himself, you know, on a wheelchair, and you know, just go there and do this. Well, maybe yeah. I can do something about myself. We're not saying. You know, this uh, Aboriginal may not be the mode for you, but it's enough to open your mind that uh, you can do something about this. Like I said, Western medicine, we're so plied with commercials and, you know, media. Or it's like every time you watch TV and you see a disease, you wonder, oh, gee, maybe that pain has something to do with this. (laughs) You know, I think they almost hypnotize you in being sick. So... Being out in nature and just addressing what you need to address, uh, I think that's a good point this book makes. You know, you might have to make some important decisions in your life, but if you really want to heal, you can do it. You'll find the you'll find the right thing for you. Absolutely, we have that informa- We have that knowledge within us. It's there. It's just about tapping into it and not. Getting your power back, because especially here in the United States, we have bought into, um, we've given our power over to the medical community and, uh, you know, the pharmaceutical companies and realizing that we have the ability to heal, we know how to heal. And that's the thing I'm really passionate about letting people know, because I've been working in the healing realms for quite a while and have healed myself um, of what the doctors considered to be incurable, hepatitis C. Back back in the day, I had a blood transfusion and almost died from it and was really a mess. Fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, tremendous brain damage from the drug, experimental drugs for the hepatitis C. And I healed all of that, even though the doctors didn't think it was possible, because, again, I was determined to find answers and survive like Gary. And so it put me on this path of waking people up to... You have tremendous abilities to heal. Just recognize what you've been doing that may have been leading to disease and how certain emotions will help you heal faster. People don't recognize the connection between their emotions and the body. And scientists have proven that 15 minutes of stress lowers your immune system for 24 hours. That's how interconnected that body and emotions are. And they don't tend to recognize, people don't, that certain emotions are really toxic to the body mm. and can create physical problems eventually if you don't stop it. Uh, guilt uh, is one of the hardest emotions. I was raised Catholic. That's just my default <laughs> mode is guilt. I don't even know. It's just so quietly operating in the background. And that and self-hatred are really hard on the body. And what what is beautiful is the certain love-based emotions will heal you faster. You know, I love that you said go out into nature. That's a beautiful way to start creating a different vibration. And gratitude and forgiveness are very, um, they emit healing chemical responses in your body. So you start paying attention to 
am I marinating in a lot of fear-based emotions that's mind-generated, or am I going to come from the heart more, more heart-based emotions, which is going to heal me and create a higher vibration that disease can't sustain in that higher vibrational state? I think yeah. sometimes, though, in people's path, if I don't know if you agree with this, sometimes you really have to hit bottom. You know, the yes. people that have lived in anger and, and, you know, revenge and all this, especially now during all these uh, energies and, you know, eclipses and, you know, the whole past few months, a lot of rage is coming out. And I'm going to have to continue after this. <laughs> Hold on. Best of the conscious minds in the world. Om Times Radio, your conscious lifestyle on steroids. The number one reason girls drop out of school in sub-Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill, while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Do you want to be a better communicator? Do you want to better connect with the important people in your life? Do you want to enrich your relationships? If so, join me, Matthew Cooper, on the Positive Control System Show every Wednesday evening at 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm on Ohm Times Radio. I'll meet you there. Hey, ladies, do you want to have that good hair day feeling all the time? Gentlemen, would you want your special someone to have that glow, letting you know she's feeling completely satisfied? This feeling and that glow can be yours by embracing your sexual power. So join me, Rachel Kenley, award-winning romance author, on The O-Spot. The O-Spot will guide you to that peak with guest interviews, book discussions, and conversations on the thrills of sexual empowerment. Put the zing back in your life. Come up and see me sometime on the O-Spot, live on Hump Day at 10 p.m. Eastern. Host your show on IOM-FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM-FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Free your mind. Expand your soul. Ohm Times Radio. IOM-FM. 
in regards to Bobby, I, I think what I had basically wanted to try to come up with is uh, right now the mass consciousness that there's so much of past and anger and people are sensitive and they're they're feeling so much but I think we're trying to make people aware of as Bobby says to take your power back now when he was in the outback here uh, Gary was forced to actually face his emotions and to face the things that led up to his illness. And I don't think that was a very easy thing for him to do. No, that was a real challenge, which is really what had created the problem in the first place. He had a really abusive childhood. His father was an alcoholic who was physically abusive and verbally abusive to, um, you know, Gary and his brothers and also his mother. And I think he felt really powerless. And he, this, I think his way of survival was to just numb himself to all of it, to just literally numb himself. And that's interesting so that, wording because that's what he actually physically did with the MS, numb himself. Exactly. He, exactly. He not only numbed himself emotionally, he numbed himself physically. It turned into that physical thing. I think that you, people need to recognize that these emotions start out like these negative toxic emotions. I liken it to like a car dashboard where that light's starting to blink. And if you don't stop that and, and recognize that you need to release these emotions and you need to stop creating so much toxic emotion, then that light on that dashboard is on all the time. And that's called a physical disease. That's called MS for Gary. So that's why he needed to go back, and the Aborigines wisely took him back through the process of recognizing it was his father that had initially created this reaction in him where he needed to, he felt numb himself. And as he learned to forgive himself, remember I said gratitude and forgiveness are mm -hmm. really high healing emotions. As he learned to forgive his father and recognize, again, I love that you brought up the soul contract. That was part of the soul contract. He needed to have that experience with his father so that he would become who he became, this very independent, successful um, man. His father, the best teachers sometimes are the most painful teachers. Yeah, that's His true. father was a tremendous teacher, but it was a painful experience for him. So when he learned to forgive his father and recognize that that's just where his father was at, that's the level that you know, that he was operating on and that he could open his heart to him and forgive him, then his body could start healing. And that was amazing. That was a very, um, that was a really transformational point for him. And that's, that's what I said. That's why I enjoyed reading it because it, it makes so much sense. Like you said, forgiveness, uh, that's a hard one. I mean, I even know myself, you know, that there's things in life and, you, you think you're an open-hearted person, but you sometimes have to face the people that hurt you the most. Mm -hmm. And exactly. to see what exactly, exactly what you said. It, they make you what you are. But now right. when something has happened, now you have to be able to look at that in a different way. So this is all part of the creation of disease. And the healing of disease. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so important. And what the Aboriginal people tell us is that we civilized tribes tend to really hang on to stuff emotionally. 
we'll have an experience and we don't like it and we hang on to it and there's a lot of negativity about it and we just, before you know it, we've created a story and we're dragging that story around with us, um, sometimes lifetime to lifetime. And the Aborigines know that everything that comes to you is very deliberate. There's no accidents. Nothing is random, no misfits. Everything happens for a reason. And if it's not supposed to happen, it won't. And if it did, it needed to. And they recognize that if something came to you, it's an experience that on a soul level you needed to have. Mm -hmm. And so they recognize, they embrace it with gratitude, and then they release it. They let it go. They don't hang on to the past. And then they just open up to, okay, what's next? You know, there's just, I just love how they're very more heart-based. There's no criticism okay so you blocked energy and now you've got a disease no problem no criticism just let's learn how to have more love-based reactions let's be patient with yourself as you learn how to let go of these things let's find forgiveness and recognize that there was a reason that was a purpose when i delivered my son back in 85 i was given a blood transfusion that had hepatitis c and the hepatitis c almost killed me and then the experimental treatments they put me on almost killed me. Now, if I had still held on to held on to a lot of anger and resentment about that, how it almost it was awful, it was horrific what I had to go through. But I recognize on a soul level I needed to go through that experience because I would learn how to heal myself, and that would put me on the path of teaching other people around the world how to heal themselves. So it was a necessary part of my soul's journey. So that's where you just like you said, and I know you've gone through some real challenges physically, and I'm sure that you see the bigger picture and don't Actually, hold on to resentment. I'm going to tell you, just listening to your talk, I'm reevaluating things. I mean, <laughs> I sometimes, you know, think, okay, you know, I have a handle understanding, but then you realize sometimes you need just to listen to that person's voice, that perspective that they're giving of, um, well, why did it happen? Because something you, you needed to, on a soul level, you came to understand so that you could grow from it. It wasn't easy, but it has purpose. And I think that's why it's so important that, you, you know, you go out and you you discuss these books. So you, you know, you discuss this journey. You discuss in your other book, your journey. And you bring the two together so people can relate and say, oh, wow, she could do it. If Gary could do it, why can't I do it? Right. And that's what I want people to know is most people are supposed to be getting better. It's not occasionally the soul steps in and says, okay, you're done. And so a disease may be a way for them to let go of the body or a way also for the family to let go of that person. They don't want them to be in pain. Or that, like I said, someone is, they go through an experience deliberately for their soul's journey. They may find that they become deaf or whatever. But most of the time, they are supposed to be well. That's really what I want people to understand. I think people tend to forget that we're a body, mind, and a spirit. We are, mm. it, this is a soul's game. And we're these beautiful, brave, luminous beings who have are etheric spirits who've chosen to be in a physical form at the moment. And, and that everything is very deliberate, part of your soul's journey, your soul's contract. And so the human mind may not like some of this stuff. They may not like the pain. It may not like grief, for instance. But the soul will tell you that is rich stuff. That's amazing. Just to be in a body is a huge blessing. But the motions and the body together help us move down this journey because 
it's kind of like if we don't tend to want to change. We don't tend to want to make adjustments, but the pain will become so great that you have to. It gets back to that, how bad does it have to get before you're willing to let go of that habit or that belief system or that attachment that doesn't serve you anymore. So they, it's very deliberate what happens. And, and I love how the Aborigines, they know this. They, that's why they're beautifully showing us the way and where we're getting caught up and that it, it healing involves all three. It's not just the body. It's also the emotions, and it's also the, the soul. And when all three of those are aligned with healing, anything can be healed, anything. That's true. I've seen, even being a nurse before this happened, I've learned a lot in my old age here, <laughs> to yeah. just purely experience that I've seen people where the doctors have said just, like your husband, oh, you have so long. And that, that drives me crazy. If you want to, want to get me on a podium, <laughs> when somebody <laughs> says, because I've seen people give up. I mean, when, right. I, when I had my tumor, I don't know, something, and it had to be, you know, my inner soul talking because, you know, the doctors thought I was crazy. You know, they they had, you know, the x-rays. They thought, oh, God, we don't even know how you're alive. You know, you can't even be walking. Here, look at this. And I go, no. Yeah. Well, you're, and they kept on saying, no, I don't want to look at it. Oh, you're in denial. No, I said, I don't want to own it. I look at it, I'm going to own it. And I think you would agree with this, that the most powerful tool in healing is your mind. Yeah. It's the most powerful tool. If you don't think you'll get better, you won't. That's true. And, that, and that's where you have to take your power back because you and I and Gary both said, I don't think so, and we chose to find answers. I was determined to stay alive because I had a little boy who was too young to remember me. And so I stepped outside of Western medicine, which was all I'd ever known. But they didn't have anything for me like Gary. And I said, i got to find answers. And that's when I discovered there are all kinds of answers out there. And I'll tell you what I see, Aliyah, that is kind of like what you went through. Because I do a lot of consultations, I've been doing it for a long time, and I, and I help people learn how to heal. And what I see quite often is people who go through tremendous things, what is considered incurable or that you won't be able to recover, and they do because they're here designed to teach other people how to do the same thing, exactly like what you're doing. They're, help, they're here to show others the way that you can do it, just because Western medicine doesn't know that at this moment, and that's all they know. That doesn't mean that it's necessarily true. Well, no, that's that's why I like bringing on you know this information. I mean, you you really hit me on the spot there. <laughs> you know, people say, <laughs> "Why do you do this?" And I'm going, "I had to think. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why am I doing this?" And I know it's a service. Is it's my service to people that want to listen. I have the opportunity of meeting. Very interesting people, reading their books, learning from them and saying, okay, world, if you're ready, listen to this. Listen to them talk and open your minds and maybe this will provide you the answer that you need at this moment. So this is what you do and this is what I do. And sometimes we really say, I don't know what we're doing. If they ask, really, this is, we had to go through these experiences so that we're real. We're not somebody talking from uh, a medical book. Oh, you have to do this. We've exactly. walked the walk. 
and Gary's exactly. walk the walk. <laughs> really. And that's why I think people appreciate what we have to say because we've been in the trenches. We've been there. I mean, I remember being suicidal. I was in so much pain for so long. I couldn't finish a sentence because I didn't know what I was talking about long enough to finish the sentence or how to keep the toothpaste in the tube. Mm-hmm. And you recognize that, you know, you heal these things because it's part of your soul's journey, part of your soul's contract, so that you can teach others how to do it. And this is what I think was so beautiful about Gary's journey. People don't have to go to the outback to learn how to heal. They, his journey and his book will teach them, and they can read it in a day, how to heal. And that was a beautiful gift the Aborigines gave us. Yeah, and that there's always people to talk to, like you. We'll be yeah. back. <laughs> Bringing you the best of the conscious minds in the world. Om Times Radio, your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Are you? Tr- let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier. About extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Trying to get from point A to point B and need a little advice? Connect with the counselors at Om Times Advisors. Whether you're looking for a life coach or a spiritual intuitive, the advisors participating at advisors.omtimes.com were carefully chosen based on their gifts, skills, and professionalism. Om Times Advisors, connecting you with the best advisors in the business. Come heal yourself. What is healing? Healing is nothing but connecting to your all-knowing higher self, that already has solutions to all your problems and is always there to guide you. Through this show, we help you to connect with that you are and help you realize the inner potential you have to heal every aspect of your life. So come heal yourself every Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern with your host, Monica Goyal. Namaste. If you remember living fearlessly, joyfully, and in a world filled with adventure, happiness, pleasure, and unbridled living, then this show is for you. Join me, Dame Nicole Brandon, as I bring you the world's top experts in wealth, creativity, flow, seat edging technology, space, wellness, health, love, lust, and passion, all merging together each week here at the Hub of Happiness. Mondays at 6 p.m. Pacific Time and 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Passionate Living, where you can ride on the magic carpet ride of living and learn how to lead a passionately wild, exciting, and outrageously amazing life. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Om Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Om Times endeavor. Host your show with Om Times Radio Network. Free your mind. Expand your soul. Om Times Radio, IOM FM. 
We're back with Robbie, and like I said, the the show goes so quickly. That's why I'm glad we had this hour to fo- fix eight and focus on uh, Gary's work and things because it brings everything into perspective. While I was saying during the break, I was what came to me is that people out there who are drawn to listen today, and this show is going to be repeated many different timelines during the week and we'll be putting up podcasts. Here, you were drawn here at this particular time or listening in the archives or whatever. There was something within your own soul, some collective thing that says, I need to become more empowered. I need to take back my health and that it's actually possible because Gary's story shows you a man in a wheelchair who went through the whole journey but came back and at the end of the book when he comes back to the States I mean he's no longer in that wheelchair he may not I don't think he was 100% but I would say he was a good 90% Robbie, wouldn't you? To be able to get on the plane, walk, hold on and discuss, you know, and talk to with the passengers. Right. He w- he w- went back very different man. And he'd only been there about 10 days. It was amazing how much transformation happened with that tribe in such a short period. He was actually clumsily walking down that airplane aisle on the way back. He had went out into the outback as a quadriplegic with no feeling really from the neck down and very little movement and he came back 10 days later with feeling throughout his entire body which he hadn't had in seven years i didn't and, even realize it was 10 days yeah I, it was it was not very long they didn't they they the whole tribe i think was involved in his healing process even though he was working with two main healers rose and ray i think the whole tribe was involved in sending energetic healing to him and, and involved in seeing him walking and uh, very involved. So that there, there, it's, um, I think the biggest thing that happened to him was, even though that's pretty huge, to, to suddenly have feeling in your body mm. that you haven't had in seven years and be able to clumsily walk, I think that the, the most dramatic was his attitude, uh, recognizing his emotions and the part that they played in, in the multiple sclerosis and learning how to forgive and, and the love is always going to be the answer and shifting more into a loving response. And he came back just literally passionate about getting this information out to the world and came back and got a degree as a doctor of immunology so that he could practice and teach what they had taught him and get this information out and spent the rest of his days doing that, which is what the second book then talks about, the Awakening book. So, you know, he was very determined to get this beautiful healing wisdom out into the world, and and that's what he spent the next 12 years doing, um, well beyond what the doctors told him he would survive. So, And he continues to assist from the other side of the veil. I know he's very involved in helping. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Robbie, he, he really is, because um, just being an intuitive, I, would, I think one part of this book that struck me was always mentioned, either directly or indirectly, watch for the signs, watch for the syniquity of events that brings you to things. And um, immediately after, when I first read the book, quite a few months ago, I I remember 
writing about me. So, you know, I don't believe this. I'm seeing Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she, you know, she said, gracefully said, okay, his lady's not wacko. You know, she's seeing, yeah. you know, my deceased husband. But, you know, he had uh, showed me a rose. Okay. You know, and she knew the connection or whatever. And just even before this show, I had told her, I've been seeing him again. I've been seeing him standing up and, you know, beautiful light come, well, I mean, like white light behind him. But out of his palms is uh, the hand chakras, beautiful white beams of light and from the third eye, the triangulation. Oh, of uh, light there. And I said, the sign for me was in my own interest in healing to start checking out panic healing to understand that more. And in reading it, I realized I actually know more about it than I thought I did. So he's still teaching. Yeah. And I, that will be shown how you two work together in the next book. So that's yeah. why it was so important bringing the the two shows back to back because this is a beautiful journey of two souls that um, have gone through the trenches in their own individual ways and for people out there listening for you to realize whatever seems around you there are answers and um, Robbie is here in the States you don't have to go out to (laughs) Australia (laughs) But, you know, this is the point I want to, you know, make uh, that as you get to know her more in the next book, that she is here to talk to and to help and inspire. And listening to the journey of these two, very authentic, very real people who aren't giving you textbook knowledge, you know, they're they're actually in some ways he incorporated his science knowledge with yeah. understanding his healing. So I can't say exactly, but I mean, he wasn't projecting exactly. Okay, I went to call medical school and this is what they say. Yeah. It didn't happen that way. Yeah. So in the last few minutes, what would you like to tell people until we continue, you know, how would you like to give them that hope? Well, you know, like I said, um, I think most people are not meant to be ill. It's just that their bodies cannot handle the emotional weight that they're asking, being asked to hold. And so that's why I say there's tremendous hope. And, you know, one of the things that people tend to latch on to that they really loved from that book, Secrets of Aboriginal Healing, there's a, and it was just simply this simple little formula, but people really love it. It says the Aborigines taught us that the mind plus the big guy equals anything. And the big guy, again, is just this genderless term for divine source or god goddess or whatever this is for you. Mm -hmm. But that the mind plus that will equal anything, anything. So there's tremendous help from the other side in this higher consciousness. Ask and avail yourself of it. And I'd love to talk more about that next week. Oh, definitely. Like I said, I think we're just opening people's minds that they don't feel so hopeless. Yeah, and that's why, that's why, you know, his book as a starting point, The Secrets of Aboriginal Healing, his journey, like I said, you become part of the, the book. 
you go through what he goes through and go, yeah, I can understand that feeling. I can understand this. And it inspires you saying, all right, there's more to this. I, I don't have to be overwhelmed. So, you know, this is a good starting point. And then next week we'll continue, you know, with both him and Robbie and then into her own journey. So you have a complete thing here. And I Love think it. people need to, uh, you know, we open their eyes and their ears right now. And um, I think they'll be ready to hear more. Like the help is out there. All you have to do is be open to it, be open-minded and listen and just be discerning. If you listen, something may strike you and strike your soul. Like, well, they did this. We can do it, too. So uh, uh, that's why I was so glad to get, you know, these shows back to back because it's a a continuation to try to bring everything in on this, um, you know, one hour. I mean, you lose something. And, you know, listening to Robbie, like I say, I read the books and I've listened to her. And even today, my mind is going, okay, well, maybe I need to look at things a little bit differently on this or differently on that. Because I know forgiveness of the past and the release is a biggie. And being human, I guess I sometimes I have some lessons to keep on learning yet. So I'm learning right along with all of you. You know, um, and that's why I'm glad she's on and talking because, you know, she she offers hope. So where is your website, Robbie? So before, you know, the music starts again, that people want to investigate. (laughs) Great. They can uh, find me. And there's um, some information on healing also. We've got a report up there to help them. It's at holeswellness.com. That's H-O-L-Z, as in zebra, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S.com, holeswellness.com. And they can find ways to reach me and uh, there's a free report up there on, on how to unlock their own self-healing. And we try to keep a, a lot of information up there, especially in the blog section, um, to help people recognize how to heal themselves and tap into this tremendous healing. They're powerful healers. They just don't know it. Yeah, that's true. And I think I think Western society, medicine, whatever you want to say, they don't want – and it, it's not being conspiracy like a conspiracy they just don't want you to realize that you are spirit so until next week Bobby will be back thank you for opening your hearts to her and we'll be back next week to continue this thank you okay I'll talk to you next week bye bye
Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.